2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9th. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the 50th recipe call that we have had. And I'm so excited because we're going to have a party the week of between the 20th and 26th. I don't know what day yet, but we are going to have a celebration of two years, which is unbelievable. When I first started this, I thought it was going to be one. (laughs) And we're getting ready to do two years of this. I thank all of you for continuing to come back, sending me your recipes, taking part. Um, If it wasn't for all of you, we wouldn't be doing this. So thank you so much. Tonight, I am thrilled as Belinda is our host. Cindy is our streamer. Thank you, ladies, very much for being here. And before we get started with our casserole recipe swap tonight, I want to ask everybody to please stay muted because we are being streamed. And please make your recipes quick and short because we have to stop maybe a couple minutes early tonight because Cindy has to jump off this call and go stream another one. So uh, we will be respectful of that. So Belinda, would you tell everybody how they can participate and share their recipes, please? Absolutely. All right. So if you are joining us on the PC this evening, you want to, and you want to raise your hand, it's alt Y and if you want, and it's time to unmute, it's Alt-A. If you're joining us on the Mac, option Y to raise your hand, and Command-Shift-A to mute or unmute. If you're joining us from the smartphone app, you're going to locate your More button on the bottom right of your screen, double-tap that, and you will then find your Raise Hand option in there. And... To mute and unmute, you're going to find the mute button on the bottom left corner of your screen. That is a toggle. And if you are joining us on a landline phone or a phone with a physical keypad, star 9 to raise your hand and star 6 to mute and unmute. And Sheila, I will turn it back over to you. Thank you, dear. All right. So if you, even if you don't have a recipe, please say hi. Tell us where you are. And so, do we have any hands raised? Oh, yes, we do. Awesome. 
first up is Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. How are you tonight? Hi. Great to see everybody. I'm calling from Virginia, and I am going to give a recipe that I got like 35 years ago when I lived in Nashville, and this woman had it at a church event, and it was so good I've made it several times since then. So it's called Ham Souffle Sandwich. I think I already sent it to you. You did. Um, Okay, and actually, if you don't want to use ham, you can use chicken. If you if you just decide you want to, but okay, two cups ground cooked uh, ham or chicken, and you could even you could even take a rotisserie chicken and do this. And the food processor works really good here to to chop it up. Um, two tablespoons. Uh, minced onion, grated onion. I usually grate it. Five ounces of sharp cheddar cheese. And it's going to be about a little over a cup. I usually put a heaping cup in there because four ounces of grated cheese is a cup. Um, 12 slices of bread, crust removed. And I use just white bread, but you can use whatever you want. Butter for pudding on the bread. Three eggs beaten. One and three fourths cups milk. Salt and pepper to taste. Grease a nine by thirteen by two inch baking dish. Place six slices of the crustless buttered bread in the baking dish. Uh, mix the sliced ham or chicken grated. Um, cheese and onion and the um, grated cheese. Place some of that on the slices of the bread in the baking dish. Butter the remaining six slices and place um, buttered slices on top of that because you're making a sandwich. Uh, on the top of the ham mixture, mix eggs, milk, salt, and pepper, and pour over sandwiches. And if you wanted to add some other spices, I guess you could, you know, whatever you wanted to come up with there. And then you pour over the, the egg mixture over the sandwiches with the egg, milk, salt, and pepper. Let sit in the refrigerator several hours or overnight. Bake at 325 um for 45 minutes and cutting the bread diagonally across makes nice sandwiches too so thank you well thank you carolyn and thank you so much for sending your recipes to me okay you're welcome i Bye. really appreciate it okay and next up is vicky hi vicky hey sheila hey everybody How well are you? um I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, where we've had some rain today. But anyway, um, I have a recipe uh, called ranch potatoes. And here we go with the ingredients. Um, five or six medium potatoes, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of pepper, one fourth teaspoon garlic powder, two tablespoons of melted butter. Um, one 16 ounce bottle of ranch dressing and in the instructions I said or less if you wish. Okay, um, the instructions are as follows. Uh, preheat 
Okay, preheat oven to 400 degrees. Of course, you wash your potatoes and then you slice them about one, four, one fourth inch thick. And you place the potatoes in a 13 by nine inch baking pan. And then you sprinkle with your seasonings, which would be the salt, pepper, and garlic powder over the potatoes. And then you drizzle uh, the melted butter over the potatoes. And then uh, you can pour the uh, dressing on the top over the potatoes. But this recipe says toss and coat well. You bake this for 50 to 60 minutes. I would just bake it for 50, I think. And the other thing it did say, if you want to add some optional items before baking, you could also add um, chives, onions, bacon bits, um, and or cheese. So I'm going to try this recipe out myself and uh, hope you all enjoy it if you make it. I'll tell you what, I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go make it now. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> I know. Now, I did know it, I don't remember, did it say to cover it? Uh, no, you do not. It did not don't say. Cover it. Okay. it did not say anything. It just said uh, to put it in the oven and bake. Right. Okay. It did not well, mention sure anything. It sure sounds about good. So. I, I want to try and, you know, so, and I'm glad you like the shrimp dish. Oh, I did. Thank you okay. so much. Oh, no problem. All right. Thanks for being here. Oh, I'm always glad to be here. Thanks. Okay, Belinda, who's next? Holly, you are up next. Hi, Miss Holly. How are you? Whoa, I didn't think I'd be up this quick. Hey. Well, you're, um, you're, you're quick uh, with the draw. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I would. Um, I'm just sending you another one, which is the one I'm going to tell you, because the one, first one I sent had more stuff. I call this chili night dinner. Yes. I, we eat it when it's really cold outside. Mm -hmm. um, two hot dogs or more. You can add or as many to, as much to this as you want to. Two potatoes. I like the gold potatoes. Um, one onion and as much sauerkraut as you like to have. And mm. you, get a, you get a pan and you uh, cut the hot dogs up. You cut the potatoes up. You cut the onions up. Oh, and an apple. I forgot that. One apple. You cut, chop up the apple, you throw it all in the pan, you mix it together. Then you take your, as much cauliflower, as much sauerkraut as you like, dump it in there, toss it all together, cover it up and cook it for 50 to 60 minutes. Cause I like everything all mooshed up. On what temperature? 350, of course. I'm sorry. Oh gosh. Um, that sounds like my kind of meal. <laughs> and I would highly recommend the, if you, if you belong to Costco, the Kirkland sauerkraut. It is the best sauerkraut I have ever eaten in my life. Hmm. I buy it comes in a plastic. It comes in a plastic, square plastic, like a jug, but it's uh -huh. square. Uh -huh. Yeah, I buy Bavarian sauerkraut because it's got a little bit of the brown sugar flavor to it. Ooh! And where do you I, get that from? I get it from Publix mostly. Okay. But it's it, it is called Bavarian sauerkraut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is well, thank you. That's and the apples would add that little sweetness. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a Jim's mother didn't like sauerkraut, so she always made this, but she never put the sauerkraut in. But I love sauerkraut, so yeah, I do too. Well, yeah. thank you, dear. Thank My you for pleasure. being here. My pleasure. Glad to be here. All right. All right, Allison, you are up next. Hi, Allison. How are you? 
Hi, Sheila and Belinda and everybody. I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. Oh, thank you for yeah. being here. Oh, I always enjoy this call. Well, uh, oh, before I forget, I'm in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. And... <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I can't believe I remembered. <laughs> Cloudy and cool, and I'm ready to see the sunshine. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so my recipe is a black-eyed peat casserole, and I, I fix this a lot around holidays. I know it's not holiday time, but it's good any time, but it's just kind of one of those warm, savory, stick-to-your-ribs kind of dishes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway. With cornbread, uh, of course. Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have cornbread. <laughs> so you take two cans of black-eyed peas, jalapenos optional, which if I remember, I haven't made this in a while, but if I remember correctly, I used one can of uh, jalapeno black eyed peas and one just plain, but you can do whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. uh, one and one half pounds hamburger ground, uh, browned, uh, one medium onion chopped, one can condensed cream of mushroom soup, one can condensed cream of celery soup, uh, tortilla chips enough to cover a nine by 13 inch casserole dish and sharp cheddar cheese enough to cover the casserole dish and then uh, one 10 ounce can of enchilada sauce the green sauce and then salt to taste oh yeah it's good but salt and pepper to taste and so the directions are you brown your hamburger meat of course you mix all ingredients, bringing to a boil, except for your cheese and chips. Uh, and then in a 9 by 13 inch pan, a casserole dish, you alternate between mixture and chips. And I always put my meat in first and then a layer of chips and then another layer of, of meat. And then cover with cheese and then you bake at 350 degrees for 30 to 35 minutes or until cheese is completely melted and brown. It's a good little Mexican flavored dish. It so. does sound good. <laughs> it awesome. is. Yeah, I, I thank <laughs> you for sending it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so thank you, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. And thanks for being here. Absolutely. Okay, our next person is someone on a phone, the starting area code 812, ending in 669. Oh, I know who that is, but I can't remember. Hi, it's Dolly from Southern Indiana. That's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to say it was Dolly unless you said it was Dolly. How are you, my dear? How are you doing tonight? Uh, we're doing good. Good. Yeah, I just wanted to, before we start, um, I have not received the last bunch of recipes from, um, I believe it, the slab, the slab sheet. The sheet, sheet pan? Yeah, she, yeah. Could you send okay. that to me? Yes, I, yes, okay. I can. Just okay, shoot, thank you. send me an I've email. All your, I've been getting all your emails except for the recipes. <sighs> I don't understand. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. No, it well, doesn't. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Send me your. Send me an email with your email in it. I'll go into my group and make sure that your email is correct. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. Um, my recipe is a breakfast recipe, but I guess you could have it for, you know, brunch or later. Um, it's stuffed French toast. 
Mm. It's a kick. <laughs> and I make it at, you know, holidays when all the kids are home and everything, but, um, it, or parties. So it's, um, it, you start with 10 to 12 slices of Texas toast cubed. And then you take a uh, cream cheese, uh, eight ounce cream cheese, and you cube that. Now you lay in your nine by 13 pan, the cubed Texas toast. Um, I have on my recipe that it could, it should be dried, but it doesn't have to be. I, I've done it without drying it out. So um, you, you cube the bottom of the pan. I mean, you put the cubed bread on the bottom of the pan. Then you cube the cream cheese and put that on top of the cubed bread. Then you put another layer of cubed bread on top of the cream cheese. And then, and then you beat about a dozen eggs, two cups milk, And a third cup maple syrup, and you could also add a touch of cinnamon. So you beat all that up, and you pour it over the top. And then you uh, bake it at, let me see. Oh, I said you pour on top of bread, right? Mm -hmm. This computer's talking in my ear, so it's confusing me. (laughs) (laughs) So you pour the egg mixture on top of the toast. And um, cover it with plastic wrap and then let it sit in the refrigerator overnight. Then you put it in the oven the next morning and um, bake it at 325 for about 45 minutes. I love oh, French sorry, toast. 75, not 25, 375, 375. 45 okay, yeah, I think that's what you put in the recipe. So I, yeah. I got uh-huh. it. It'll, it'll come out right in the document. So I love yeah. French toast. And boy, I read that and I was like, oh my gosh, but I can't make it uh-huh. just for me. So everybody's going to have to come to my house for breakfast. <laughs> Some people even put blueberries in there, you know, Ooh. with or I guess yeah. you can put sliced apple or anything you want. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dear. And thank you for sending You're it welcome. to me. You're welcome. And thanks for being here. And send me an email with your email in it. I will. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Next up, Mary Grace, you are up next. Hi, Mary Grace. How are you tonight? Hi. Okay. I've got eggplant parmesan. And, um, okay, uh, one to one and a half pound eggplant, peeled and sliced. One half cup grated Parmesan cheese divided. Eight ounces, which is two cups, shredded uh, mozzarella cheese divided. Two cups spaghetti sauce. Coat, uh, yeah. Coat a two-quart baking dish with cooking spray. Layer half the eggplant, follow that with uh, one-fourth cup Parmesan cheese, and then follow that with three-fourths cup mozzarella cheese, and then one cup 
spaghetti sauce. And then you repeat the layers all over again. <laughs> uh, bake at 350 for 50 minutes. And then take it out and sprinkle one half cup shredded um, mozzarella cheese on top and uh, bake it for another five to 10 minutes to get the cheese nice and melted. And that's it. And oh, it and so I didn't easy. Wait North Carolina. I didn't say that. <laughs> that's okay. I was going to ask you before you left. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so easy when I got it today. I was like, wow, that's easy. <laughs> Thank that's you. Thank you too. for sending your recipes to me. I can't You're tell welcome. you how much I appreciate that from everybody. So. Thank you. You're Thanks welcome. for being here. Well, I enjoy it. Good. All right. Who's next, Belinda? Peggy, you are up next. Hey, Miss Peggy. How are you? Good. And I'm from Sebring, Florida, before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is a dump and bake meatball casserole. And this is another easy one. Um, you take a 13 by 9 inch pan and you spray it with some kind of cooking spray. Then you put in a, um, a jar, a 24-ounce jar of spaghetti sauce, three cups of water, and one teaspoon of Italian seasoning. And I pour that in the pan and then just kind of mix it up a little bit. Um, and then you add one 16-ounce box of uncooked um, either bow tie pasta or the, uh, the spiral rotinis. Then you just kind of add a 14 to 16 ounce uh, package of the frozen cocktail meatballs. Um, but you, you do thaw them first, but you add those in there. You kind of stir it up a little bit to make sure that everything's, uh, the pasta's all pushed under the water. Then you would um, cover it with foil and bake it at 425 for 30 minutes. And then take it out and stir it up a little bit and make sure the pasta is all cooked and everything. And then put a cup and a half or two cups of mozzarella cheese on top and put it back in for another 10 minutes uncovered. And um, it's delicious. And I was having a conversation today about casseroles without cooking the noodles first. So you taught me something new. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, I wasn't sure it was going to work, and I, I tried it Friday with uh, my brother visiting, and, uh, mm -hmm. and they it loved it, and it came awesome. out awesome. Good, yeah, it sounds really good and yeah. really easy. So, yeah, I like that part. I do too. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Thanks for being thanks. here. Bye -bye. I appreciate it. All right, thanks. Okay, we have someone with just iPhone next. We have two hands raised with just iPhone. Oh, and goodness. one of them is Marie, so I don't know which is which. <laughs> well, then, I guess, uh, Marie, you want to unmute, and then Belinda can figure out which one you are. Okay, neither iPhone is unmuted. So All right. Well, it, um, this is Laura Pappas. I'm I'm the one ending in nine two five four. Yep. And um, I'm from Farmington Hills, Michigan. 
Sheila, I really enjoy your show. I started well, listening you. back on Valentine's Day, and I'm really impressed. Aww. I'm going to try to get on the list because I want these recipes. Well, I've got I, 50 of them. <laughs> well, that's okay. That, I may have to make a big file. That's all. But um, well, I'm you, really Laura. excited. I, I love to hear from people all over the country. And it's been really exciting. Um, some really great stuff to try. And I really love it. Thank you thank so much you. for doing that. Well, thank you. And do you have something you want to share with us tonight? I don't right now. I okay. probably will look for something in the future, but I don't okay. right this moment. That's fine. Just send an email to community at acb.org and they will send me your email address and then I'll communicate with you personally and I'll ask you what you know which files you want. So I'll be happy to do that. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here, Laura. You're welcome. All right, Melinda, who's next? Jeanette, you are up. Hi, Jeanette. How are you? I am great. I have a Wednesday off, which is such a rarity. Um, I sent you one, which I hope that you got. I did. Thank you. Um, but that's not the one I'm going to give you. These two I will send you as soon as this meeting is over. Okay. I'm going to talk about one of them. It's a spinach spinach squares. And you oh, can do it as a casserole. Yeah. <laughs> this I got from friends of mine. It is a tried and true. And I'll tell you the secret of the reason that lasagna works, by the way, or the spaghetti or the no-bake noodles is because you put in a huge amount of liquid. And that's what helps cook them when they're uncooked. You can also use no-bake noodles and it will do the same thing, but that's why it works. So for my spinach squares, you need an eight tablespoons butter or margarine, two 10-ounce packages of frozen top spinach, six eggs, two cups milk, four cups grated cheddar cheese, two cups flour, a pinch of salt, two a teaspoon baking powder and a little black pepper and a small onion chopped in a nine inch by 13 inch baking pan melt your butter um, at 350 degrees and just don't melt it for too long because you don't want it to burn meanwhile mix together the eggs and milk in a large mixing bowl Add the remaining ingredients and mix them together well. And <clears throat> uh, my friend notes that she uses a mixer. I'm lazy, so I don't. <laughs> you can do it either way. Spoon the mixture into your 9 by 13 inch baking pan. Bake at 350 degrees for 35 to 45 minutes. And then you can let it cool. You can serve this either hot or cold. You can cut it into bars. You can cut it into squares. You can just spoon it out and say, Yum. have at it. Yum. That sounds good. And that's my well, contribution. Thank you. Yes, and, and send it to me. I am send, going to do that right now. Anything you want me to add to the document, and I uh, hope to have the document done before Saturday because leadership is this weekend. So. Yeah. 
I want All right. to get it done before then. Thank you, Perfect. Jeanette. Thank You're you welcome. for being here. Thank you. All right, next up is Carol. Hi, Carol. How are you? Oh, and Jeanette didn't say where she lives, but she lives in Massachusetts. <laughs> Carol, unmute, please. Star six to unmute. Okay, go to the next one. We'll come back to Carol. Monica, you're up next. Hi, Monica. How are Hello. you? Hello. How are you? Awesome. How are you? I am great. Awesome. I live in Houston, Texas. And, well, I'm going to tell you about a breakfast casserole. Cool. That my sister-in-law made and I loved. So it's an egg casserole. So it has four slices of bread, any kind, one pound of bulk pork sausage, one cup grated sharp cheddar cheese, six eggs, two cups of milk, one teaspoon of dry mustard, one teaspoon of salt, and a dash of pepper. So first, you would tear the bread into pieces and place in a greased 9 by 13 um, baking dish. Next, brown and drain sausage. Then, spoon over the bread. Next, sprinkle cheese over the bread and sausage. Next, beat together eggs, milk, mustard, salt, and pepper. Um, pour egg mixture over bread, sausage, and cheese. Then you bake for 35 to 40 minutes at 350 degrees. And it tastes amazing. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. Can you send that to me, please? Yes, I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. I think you've been here for almost the whole two years. <laughs> I, I've been here a lot, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. All right. Was hi, Carol hi able this is to Carol. Get... I, okay. I was, sorry, my phone was doing things and it's very it's brief. Okay. I'm, call, I'm calling from Maine, but I, I love breakfast casseroles and I love French toast. So I am going to try that uh, French toast re uh, recipe and okay. do it, cut it, and yeah, try it with yeah. like two pieces of bread and blah, 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 mm -hmm. and do it that way. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I will let you know how it goes. All right. Do you have one Thanks. to share with us or you just wanted to say I, hi? I don't. I don't. I'm a gatherer of your recipes. I love okay. them. And then I fool around with them so that they're possible for one person or two servings or whatever. And we do yeah. have a document with meals for one or two, so. Um, ah, I'll I look through if, my files. Yeah. I'll look through my files. <laughs> we, we, did, we yeah. did do that call, so. Okay. Well, thank you, thank Carol. You. Thanks for being here. Sure enough. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. All right, next is iPhone again, and I'm going to presume this is Marie. Marie, you got your hand raised? Hello, it's me again, I hope. Hello. 
Yeah. It's, it's you. It's you. Yeah, it's you. Mm-hmm. And you just muted again. <laughs> All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes dear. Okay. So last time I dropped my phone and I had to crawl under the dining oh, room table and it took me a while to find it. <laughs> and I had to get off the call and back on. It was just, oh, it was just a mess. It's all but right. I'm You're here. here. You're here. But I have to add any of those breakfast casseroles would go good with a, with a mimosa. Just saying. <laughs> so I have, I'm going to send you two recipes. I'm going to send you an easy tamale, uh, tamale casserole, but somebody stole, stole my thunder and did a Mexican, um, you know, dish. So I'm going to do a chicken cheddar and broccoli casserole. It's so let okay. me, uh, we can have more than one Mexican, you know? Oh, that's, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. I'll send, I'll, I'll send that to you too. too. Okay. So let me just, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm bringing up the chicken, broccoli and cheddar casserole. Yum. And it says that the prep time is 20 minutes. Yes. And I got um the recipe from allrecipes.com. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. Cook time is 30 minutes. The ingredients are. And it's eight servings, by the way. Three cups shredded uh, chicken, and of course I use rotisserie, you know, mm -hmm. leftover rotisserie. Mm -hmm. Two cups chopped broccoli, and two um, cans of the condensed um, cream of chicken soup. Oh, yeah. One half cup sour cream, or I used um, use a half a cup of um, non-fat Greek yogurt. Oh, okay. One pinch ground ground pepper to taste. Two and a half cups of um, uh, shredded cheddar cheese. One and one half cups of breadcrumbs. One one quarter cup salted um, butter. And the directions are: preheat the oven to three seventy-five. Uh, combine the chicken, broccoli, soup, pepper, salt in the bowl. Whisk and combine it. Then you combine on um, the cheese as well. Once that's mixed up, um, then you combine the breadcrumbs and um, the butter in a separate bowl and mix that all up. And then you put that on top of your mixture. And bake, bake in um, preheated, um, bake in the oven, 30 to 30 minutes, 30 to 35 minutes, or until the cheese is nice and bubbly. And that's it. Yum. Yep. Well, I have to tell you, this was so funny, and we will talk about this on our party when we have our birthday celebration. But I went back and looked at the recipes from our first recipe swap, and you had one beef stew with beer and ketchup. And brown sugar. <laughs> yep. 
And it was so funny. And Peggy and I were laughing about it because we're like, I bet that came from Marie. <laughs> yep, that's me. And then with this uh, dish, I would suggest a cocktail, maybe um, a meal, which is uh, ginger beer, a little vodka and, um, and lime. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Marie. You have been around since we started and thank you. I appreciate you. Well, it's fun. Take care. Thank you. Talk with you soon. And Marie lives in Virginia. No, Fairfax, Virginia. <laughs> thank you. All okay. right. One of these days I'll get to meet her. All right. Up next is Patty. Hi, Patty. I love Hi. your recipes. Hi. Thank you. I'm I'm from Arcadia, Wisconsin. Um in, enjoying some cold weather. And amazing. I just ate Monica's dish that she made. Did you? Yes. So wow. I'm going to share another breakfast recipe. Well, you can have it anytime because it's it's a quiche. It's called easy quiche. And um it takes two cups of milk, four eggs, three-fourths cup bisquick, one-fourth cup softened butter. Um, one cup grated Parmesan cheese and a 10 ounce package of frozen broccoli thawed and drained and one cup ham cubed and another eight ounces of shredded cheddar cheese. So you lightly grease a 10 inch um, pie plate and in a large bowl, blend together your eggs, bisquick, milk, butter and Parmesan cheese. And it says batter will be lumpy. Then you stir in the remaining ingredients and you pour it into your prepared pan. Bake it in a preheated 375 degree oven for 45 minutes or until eggs are set. And there's my recipe. And I read that and you could probably put spinach. Yes, you could. In place of the broccoli. No, thank you so much, Patty. Thank you for being here. All right, next up is Diana. Hi, Diana. How are you tonight? I am fine. Enjoying all these nice recipes. They sound <laughs> yummy. <laughs> and where are you from? Where do you live? I am, from, I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And thank you for being here. Yes. Um, happy to be here. I uh, don't have a recipe tonight, um, but I do have a question about the uh, lady that had the spinach squares recipe. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, uh, and I was I was cleaning up the kitchen at the time, so maybe this was said and I just didn't hear it. But does these? I think the spinach was frozen, and I know a lot of times with frozen spinach you have to thaw it out and then squeeze it dry because there's so much liquid in it. Oh I yeah, like, oh yeah. Jeanette, are you still on, dear? Do you have to do that for this recipe? I am actually. Um, when I've made it, I unthaw it and I do squeeze out the liquid. Um, I think it makes for a better. Um, what my friends generally do is unthaw it and then squeeze it out and then just add it to the okay. recipe. Okay. So, there you go, Diana. Yeah, that would, that would be the answer. Thanks, Jeanette. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for being here. <clears throat> okay. Next up is Pauline. Hi, Pauline. How are you tonight? Okay, now that I'm unmuted, I think I'm fine. You are. First of all, <laughs> first of all, all of this is making this Detroit lady hungry. 
<laughs> so I will be getting my supper right after this call. All right. <laughs> and with that, I'll, and then I'll give my favorite recipe for hash brown casserole. All right. This is, this is a copycat one. It it's says okay. cracker barrels, hash brown casserole. Okay. Salt and pepper to taste. One large bag of hash browns. An onion, chopped or diced. One can cream of mushroom soup. One can cream of celery soup. Three tablespoons butter or margarine. A half a pound of, it says, Grated Colby cheese, but you can use sharp cheddar or whatever you choose and use however much cheese you care to. Preheat the oven to 350. Mix potatoes, the onion, celery, and the soups and one half of the cheese you're going to use. Spray or grease a 13 by 9 inch baking dish. Spread the mixture into the dish. Sprinkle the rest of the cheese over the top. And dot with the butter or margarine evenly over all. Bake at 350 degrees for 45 minutes to one hour or until the cheese it is nice and done and it says serves 10 to 12, and it had a note there that you can add other stuff, like uh, if you want to add cooked meat or green peppers or mm-hmm. mixed green and red pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, I like adding sausage, and it makes it a breakfast casserole. Oh, yeah, Definitely. I love Cracker Barrel hash brown. When I go, that's one of the sides that I get. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Well, thank you, Pauline. Thank you so much for being here. No problem. All right, Miss Belinda. All right, next up is Eugene. Hey, Eugene. Hey, this is Eugene from Clearwater. I don't have a recipe, but I got a question. Mm-hmm. I know I know the way to make uh, broccoli casserole and everything. I wonder how it would taste if you were to use Brussels sprouts instead of broccoli. Mm, my opinion would be no. No? Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I love both of those vegetables. So. Yeah. It, it would be anybody else's opinion is welcome to speak up. But yeah, I thought I had maybe some, some Brussels sprouts. No. Sprouts no, I, with a little bit of ham or no. something in there with it. I, I would say no, but it's my that's my personal thought. So no, well, the texture's wrong. Yeah, it's probably totally different. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, instead of adding Brussels sprouts, then uh, puts cabbage in there, make a cabbage casserole. Mm, Maybe I don't only know. if you cook the casserole ahead of time. It would need yeah. to be soft enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. All righty. I don't know, but thank you, Gene. Thanks okay. for being here. Uh, you're welcome. You've been here since the beginning, too. Yep. Yep. God. I'll be here till the end, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's okay. next, Belinda? Jeanette, you had your hand raised again. Yes, ma'am. 
No, it, she called on me, and I never oh, thought to lower okay. it. My apologies, okay. ladies. That's all right. That's all right. I got it. And so you don't have any other raised hands. All right. Well, I have a recipe that I received today that, to me, sounded really good and easy and different. So it's called corned beef noodle casserole. And it's one can of corned beef, and it is almost St. Patrick's Day, so that's the only reason I'm sharing this. I love corned beef and cabbage, so. But this is a one can corned beef, one can of cream of mushroom soup, one can of water, one and a half cups of milk, one onion chopped, a half cup of celery chopped, two cups of cooked noodles, and you mix everything together, pour it into a buttered casserole dish, and bake at 350 degrees for one hour. And it sounded really simple. Um, and I think I know I got a few other recipes today which I will include in the document when I get get it ready and and send it out so I had an idea if nobody else wants to say hi and we can honor Cindy's request and finish a little bit early but I had an idea because on the 23rd will be our next call so I thought we could make it a party night. So everybody could bring something that night that you would take to a party and we can make it a recipe call of party. But during that week, we will have a call not to share recipes, but to share why you keep coming back because we've been doing this for two years. And I would love just to do like we did a year ago. We did an anniversary party where everybody just called in and said, I come because, and just had a social hour, kind of. So if it's okay with everybody, that's what I would like to do on the 23rd. So I'd like you to bring your party dish and then sometime that week i will have a call and it will just be for everybody to call in and say hi and why do you keep coming back because if it wasn't for you we wouldn't be having this call so what does everybody think and get to have a raised hand oh. uh-huh vicky go ahead vicky Oh yeah, no, it, no, it's fine. It sounds like a great idea. I just had a quick question that um, for I believe Dolly, who was gave the French toast recipe, uh -huh. and my question is: I know that when she put it in the fridge overnight, you cover it, but when you cook it, is that do you still do you put tin foil to cover it or not? That's what I'd like to know. That's stu the stuffed French toast. Yeah, Dolly, are you still here, dear? Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, you can you can cover it with tinfoil, but only for maybe thirty minutes, and then take it off for the last fifteen. Okay, so it'll get Thanks nice so and brown. Oh, okay, right. So, uh, or could you cook the whole thing uncovered? 
I have, but, you know, covering it doesn't hurt either. I've done it both ways. Okay. I think I think if you cover it, it would probably stay a little bit moist longer. That's true. That's true. That's kind of what I thought. It wouldn't, you know, thanks so much. Well, it's thanks 30 you. minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're welcome. But the uh, social hour for the party sounds great. All right. So we're going to do a party call on the 23rd and then sometime that week we're going to do a party just a just a social hour so we'll have two calls that week guys (laughs) and i will check with colby and cindy and see what night would be best it our recipe call will be the standard wednesday but then i may throw in a extra call on thursday or something so that it'll be our 52nd call and we can have a party. So is everybody okay with that? And you do have uh, iPhone. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it's me again. Yeah, the, the party sounds great, but I just want to say something to Eugene. Uh-huh. If you actually like Brussels sprouts like I do, I don't think it would be a bad idea. Okay. Why not try it? Yeah, yeah I try I might, it. you might like it. Right? I, I might do yeah. that. <laughs> See, I, I like my Brussels sprouts roasted with the olive oil and balsamic vinegar. So, oh, that sounds good too. Oh, they're so good. So, all right, if everybody's okay with my plan, then that's what we're going to do. So, on the 23rd, we are going to have a what would you bring to a party? So, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Belinda, for being here and hosting. Thank you, Cindy, for streaming. And everybody stay safe, and we will talk in two weeks.